Well, hello. Wow. Hey, does that count as a jinx thing? Or no, is that, no. I think because we didn't exactly say the exact same thing. No, we said it at the exact same time. Uh, yeah. Well, hello and welcome to a show mm-hmm. that, if it were any better, it probably w- wouldn't be hosted by us. Um, <laughs> you never know. You know. You never know. You never know. We we may be capable of more. Mm-hmm. Again, you never know. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, how are you? How are, how are things? I feel like a lot has changed since we last talked. Um, the weather, I think, has gotten cold, then it's gotten hot again. Today, okay, so, and this is not, like, I, we've discussed this. Sure. And I feel, I feel weird, mm. uh, or almost like I'm setting us up for trolling oh. if I comment on the weather today. Oh, Right, because then someone yes. will be like, "Well, it's not what are you like that." About? Yeah, it's not like that where I'm listening right at this exact today time. Was, today was hot. Yeah, it sure was. At the time of recording, <laughs> today was hot. Yep, very so, warm. Sweat uh, was on my brow. Yes. Uh, yeah. Today sucked. Mm. And tomorrow's supposed to be hotter, but mm. like muggy, like right, like tornado thunderstormy stuff Ooh, yikes yeah that would not be good well i mean depending <laughs> depending on your definition i don't know like the, think. the warmness of it is good better than snow but it, obviously tornadoes are not fun well if <laughs> no, you're a storm so. chaser uh, if yeah. you're a storm chaser then this is like christmas for you i don't know if it's even fun because like you're kind of like a junkie at that point and you're you're looking for the next fix i don't know if storm chasers i don't know the psychology of it but i don't know if it's like a, a hobby it might be like cocaine where it's like they no, 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 they no, live no. from i mean the ones that are like storm. no no the you ones don't know. that are like you don't know sending that. sending their pickup truck with a <laughs> storm tracking you know prototype mm. piece of technology on it up into the storm to sure. learn about tornadoes. Right. And I mean like scientists. Sure. Storm trackers. Yeah, I know. Storm trackers, I guess. Not storm chaser. I don't know. Right. But the people the people who are saving lives by learning new things about tornadoes. Right. Is what I meant. Sure. Okay. Fair enough. Anyways, why how did we Let's get back. Welcome. This is Welcome to the Movie Men podcast. This is a show where uh, Brady and I talk about film. And this week we continued our journey in a week by week breaking down of year by film. And this week we went with 2015. Year by film or film by year? I think what you said, film by year. Right. Okay. Year by film is another thing. That's a... That's a non-cohesive <laughs> thing. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've been working, you know, through the. What do we figure? It's probably probably going to be forty years. Uh, yeah, give or probably take. Probably forty years of film. The last forty years of film. Yeah. Um, when we when we get further down, we might do a bit of skipping and hopping. Like if nineteen seventy two was a pretty slow year, we might skip that year. You know. Everything you're hearing, everything you're being told right now is false. <laughs> we, there will be no skipping. Oh, right. I got to remember who I'm talking to. Like, completist McGee, we will be doing... You got yeah. to go through it all, man. Okay. Anyways, we, uh, you know, we come up with movie categories. We mm. upload four different options. Yep. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. 
the dreaded TikTok, mm, and yes. uh, we get you to vote yes. on four different films, uh, and then you determine what we're going to watch. Sometimes that process works out really well for us. Other mm. times we're subjected to utter and total shiz. Um, <laughs> but that's that's the gig, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and so anyways, we've been, yeah, we've been, as Pete was saying, we've been working back through uh, the last 40 years of film, starting with 2020. Did we do 2020? Uh, I believe. No, I don't think so. I think we, we just, like, yeah, it was... There wasn't a lot to yeah. go with, and then COVID happened, and then like new releases stopped, so there wasn't a huge sample size for 2020. Right. So we did 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016 twice, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why. Because there was such a strong response of the voting that we felt we'd be excluding a large uh, sample size of voters, so... You guys, pop, like the popular vote was for two films, so we said, "Hey, there's enough people that want to listen to it. We'll do both films." Sure, what he said, um, <laughs> and not really anyone listened either. So screw you guys. Uh, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, yeah, I'm just kidding. Don't screw you guys. You guys, you guys, it's still great. Um, and so we're on 2015, mm-hmm. and so we uploaded four films. And what won? Inside Out, uh, the Disney Pixar film. Yeah. Which is big territory. I feel like any time we set out to do a Pixar film, and we've done a couple. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But any time we set out to do a Pixar film, I just feel like, I, I feel like I have to sit up in my chair a little bit and be like, okay, all right, this is this is serious film now. This is like, people are invested. People, people... People will die for a Pixar. <laughs> people, people have. People people love their Pixar. It, yeah, people, yeah. It's, what else can you say? People love it. People enjoy it. People People will, die. If they can only take one type of film to a desert island, it'll be a Pixar film. Right. Mm-hmm. What? No, I don't I, know. I just made that up. Uh, but yeah, so... um. So Inside Out. Mm-hmm. I'd only seen this film once. Okay. Prior to now. Yeah. Actually, same same with me. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we were both not Inside Out virgins. <laughs> Which sounds horrific. Like, that sounds very... I'm just picturing... Now I'm picturing hmm. like someone who's never had a physical connection with someone else and their insides happen to be on the outside. Like I'm picturing something so graphic. An inside-out virgin is horrific. Huh. Yeah. I'm but, I'm going to try and not picture that. I'm going to just move on. Okay. Yeah. It's probably... I'll just picture <laughs> it for both of us. Well, if anyone's new to the show, and for those that are returning, they'll be familiar with this, let's break down uh, this film by starting with some trivia. Ah. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ready? Buckle up. Mm. I Can I say? Please. I feel like... Mm-hmm. Lately, okay. In the category of trivia, okay. You've been failing to bring it a Ooh. little bit. Ooh. So okay. So I'm going into this all right with high hopes. Okay. But I feel like mm. I feel like the trivia used to be harder. Oh. Hmm. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, you gotta you gotta level it out a bit. So you know the the varying levels and spectrums of uh, the listening audience can have a cracking shot at it, right? Right, 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 right. Okay. Right. So, first question: This film was directed by Pete Doctor. True. And uh, this dude has a pretty impressive filmography list in various different creative roles. I'm going to give you a list of films. It's actually four films. And they're all Pixar films. He's he's had a lot of Pixar filmography. I want you to spot the red herring of which film he had nothing, like he did not direct. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's going to be a total stab in the dark. That's okay. I, it'll be, if it's, what I found interesting from this is I was surprised what films he had directed. Okay. So when this question's done, we'll get there. But so Monsters, Inc., The Incredibles, Up, Mm -hmm. and Soul. So Soul hasn't Mm -hmm. been released yet. Well, Soul's not out yet. Soul's not out yet, but it's, it's on the table. And I want you to uh, spot the red herring. So which one of these did he not direct? And what were the options again? Monsters, Inc., Incredibles, Up, and Soul. Okay, so I've only seen Up once. Okay. Um, Monsters, Inc. Uh, no, wait. Uh, it's The Incredibles, because The Incredibles um, was directed by someone who I can't remember the name of. But they also oh oh um no his name is um <laughs> oh the the not fit Brad Bird Brad Bird directed the Incredibles because he also voiced Edna Mode right oh that's true yep yeah. well that's correct and so I guess what I found interesting about this is Pete Doctor like I said he has an impressive filmography but specifically I didn't realize he directed uh and the same director directed Monsters Inc and Up. I, I did right. not know that. I think he, I think he, because uh, I can picture him. Hmm. Uh, I think he's also, like, I think he's he has writing credits for a bunch of other Pixar films. He he was on a lot of different films in a lot of different roles. So that I, that's okay. quite very possible. All right. Second and final question. Michael Giacchino, the composer... He did the soundtrack for this film. And now, specifically, I don't think this soundtrack was bad for Inside Out. But for I me, can't re- I just watched it the other night and I mm-hmm. can't well, I can't think of Well, it. and so here's the thing. It wasn't bad, but it didn't stand out uh, as his most outstanding work. Didn't leave me breathless. Um, but regardless, he's been involved with quite a few Pixar films. And if I read you a list of a few films, I want you to spot two red herrings this time. So similar question to last time. Oh, gosh. Just this time you got to pick two things that don't belong, okay? I guess, yeah. Two things that don't belong. All Uh, right. Incredibles? I will will channel my Sesame Street. (laughs) One of these things is not like the other. Incredibles, Ratatouille, Up, and the Cars 1, 2, 3 trilogy. Uh, um, two of those films he did not compose. Okay, um, I, uh, I'm gonna say Ratatouille. Sure. And are are we considering the Cars trilogy as one option? N- no, they're all individual. 
Oh, okay. Now I'm changing my answer then. Okay. I don't think he did Cars 2 or 3. Okay. All right. So that's your answer. Cars 2 and 3? Yeah. I don't uh, the- know why. I just think it's funny that like... <laughs> I think because I think I think all of those other ones are respectable Pixar films. Oh yeah, and I think you can even make an argument for Cars One being sure okay. I've I've never seen it. I don't think I want to, but I I I think you probably did. I think you probably did Cars One. Saw the film once it came out and was like, I I I don't want to do two or three. (laughs) (laughs) I mean that I totally get where your answer logic comes from because that. That's what I'd say. It's actually Cars 1 and 3. So he did Incredibles. He did Ratatouille. He did Up. And then he randomly did Cars 2. So I was thinking, what the heck are you doing, dude? Oh, I was going to say. Oh, right. I was looking for one that he didn't do. But it seems so random. Like, why why would you just do the middle part of a crap trilogy? Yeah, I was guessing the wrong thing. I was guessing which ones I thought he did do. But Mm. um, Mm. that's so interesting because I was, again answering in the wrong man like i was answering the wrong question mm. uh i was gonna say one and three cars one and three but then i thought to myself now that's far too stupid an answer hmm. and so then i didn't do it because i was like yeah there's no way well two and three is more likely but I, yeah i guess just what why like why would you even touch that series and i could get the logic of like yeah i'm gonna do this original film and then sure but like doing the middle part of a cars trilogy Man. well because again i think the first cars was probably half decent yeah i get i don't and i so mean you're like oh you know they're making a sequel to that that pretty good pixar film yeah i guess i i haven't seen cars but until i see it which i might never see it it will be the root of most of my jokes I don't think it surprises me that he did too it definitely doesn't surprise me that he didn't do three mm-hmm Right, that he he did the second one, and then he was like, "No, screw that noise." Mm-hmm. But yeah, Michael Giacchino has quite an like he is very talented. Incredibles is fantastic. Ratatouille, I haven't seen, but I've heard some pretty bold things said about it right. in a good way, and I've, it's on oh, my yeah. list. This, this, yeah, jo- and I then, mean, John Williams could learn a thing, <laughs> and obviously, up the soundtrack is phenomenal. Do 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 do. Do, 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 do. I've also only seen that. Yeah, I think I said that. I've only seen that film once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I know right. the song. Yeah. Let's get into it. All right. Yeah. Um, How do you want to get into it? Because I, well, I, I feel like you're, I feel like you're, you're itching here. I actually, I'm not. I've put some uh, itching relieving cream on. Mm, and some gold bond. Yeah. I'm gold very bond. comfortable. I am yeah. just Ooh. enjoying life. Do you like gold bond powder or gold <laughs> bond like the lotion? Depends. Depends on the day. You know what I mean? You can't do both. You can't do both. Otherwise Don't you get like a me. gold. Well, no. you get gold no. bond paste then and nobody Don't wants gold bond paste. I, I will do what I, whatever I feel right. like. Pictures or it didn't happen. But <laughs> uh, so you're not, okay. I feel like you're fine. Itching's not, I feel like you're chomping at the bit here. Right. Sorry. I, I'm, I'm eager to have a conversation, but I'm not. I'm willing to go whatever way you want to go. Okay. Well, I I think whatever way you'd like to go would be a capital, splendid idea. You're too agreeable. So the other day, um, (laughs) after I'd watched the film, sure. So I, for the most part, we don't we don't pre-discuss 
things. This is no. an, it's not a scripted show. If no. it was a scripted show, it might be a better show. Who knows? Who, who um, knows? But uh, we we kind of go into things blind. Blind, oh yeah. As far as the other person's opinion. Spontaneity. However, occasionally I'll drop a very ambiguous egg in your lap mm. and say, don't yep. crack it, just wait. <laughs> right. Uh, but there'll be something written on the on the, the shell of the egg that will pique your curiosity. And, oh, for and sure. so I did that earlier this week, and all I said to you was, mm-hmm. um, I'm not typically an advocate for capital punishment, for, for the death penalty. Sure. However, Inside Out, I think, presents an interesting argument for it. Make, yeah. Makes me yeah. make, is is an exception to that rule for me. So I feel like you gotta you got we gotta crack this egg. It it has to be done here. Okay. Yeah. I feel like Kay. if five minutes into this film, <laughs> okay. Everybody, all the, all the, what do we want to call them? I, the emotions? Yeah, sure. Emotions. Yeah. Yep. If all the other emotions had decided to give sadness a lethal injection, <laughs> I think so much, dis- like, like, and I, I get that in the end, she's kind of the one that like, yeah, you know, she's the key Yeah. and we need sadness. <laughs> sadness is, is so important. Uh but honestly, yeah. Don't don't touch the damn don't touch the damn memory because you'll right. ruin it. And two seconds later, <laughs> oh sorry, uh, sorry. I just I saw it and yeah. I thought I I wanted I didn't want it to fall, so I touched it. Yeah. After right, you just told me not to touch it. I'm like, sorry. Like what the hell are you doing? I forgot. I yeah. forgot. I'm I suck. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Guys, I shouldn't. All right, I promise I won't touch anything anymore. Oh, except this one touch. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Like, and you're literally going to break this little girl's life apart by your blundering. Yeah. So oh. I and I think the answer is simple: kill her. <laughs> the only like, the only way to save this disaster before it happens mm-hmm. is to off it. It's just to to take wow. sadness. And and tie yourself a noose. They oh. don't teach noose tying in like Cub that, Scouts and stuff anymore. But what a what a grim, hot take. But can you disagree? Do you disagree? Well, okay. So here's the thing. When I she's was watching, a, she's just such a, a friggin' like, yeah. I'm watching it and I'm like, yeah. oh my god! Like they're yeah. far too tolerant of her. Yes. You know, here's the thing. I'm I'm on the boat. I don't think I was saying off yourself. But I think I was a little more, I you know, if I'm in that, if I'm a fly on the wall in that room and I can say something, I'm saying handcuff her to the toilet and don't let it, like, just don't let her touch anything because she's kind of being right. like a bull in the china shop. She can't take Put a, a house arrest bracelet on house her arrest ankle. bracelet. Just lock her in the broom closet. Do something because it, one that'll electrocute her and kill her <laughs> if she violates it. No, not that. But like, yeah, like, come on, you're getting a little annoying here and not even annoying, annoying. You're being detrimental to this, this, uh, set reality that you're going to ruin the psyche of this child or at least, yeah. Um, But even, even Joy nails it when Joy does the impression of her. She's trying to figure out like, oh, if I were sadness, where would I be? And she like mm. slopes down to the ground, slouches (laughs) down to the ground. She's like, 
oh, somebody carry me, guys. Um, right. Um, I'm so sad. I make everything worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it's a natural tendency to feel like when when Joy was kind of off alone with her, just like right at the beginning, right at the beginning. I know she does this eventually, but I'm like, ditch, ditch her, ditch sadness's ass and get the heck right. out of there. I thought you were saying bitch, not ditch. <laughs> I was like, what? Why are you? No, what? no, no. I don't know what the, I don't know leave, what any of that means. Leave behind sadness and just right. hit the dusty trail. Yeah. I, I mean, I yeah. thought once they're on their adventure, sadness is the perfect yin to yes, Choi's yang. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other thing I didn't understand. So Joy is the oldest of all the emotions. Sure. She was there from she, right from the get go. Yeah, she is the she is the Woody to to uh, what's the girl's name? Part what? Who's girl? The girl. What's the, the, oh, the main character? Um, We're oh. all inside the head of. Dang it! Ah. Ah. Oh, this is bothering me. I think it starts with an R. Oh, no, I don't think that's even <laughs> remotely correct. R- yeah, Richard. Like, no. It is um, Riley. Riley yeah, right. told I told you it started yeah, with right. an I. Yeah. Um, yeah, she is. She is the the Woody to Riley's Andy. That's I don't know what I'm. But do you know what I mean? Sure. Like she's she is the one that's been there, has all the memories. Yes. Feels yep. that extra special bond right. with Riley. Yes. Yeah, a bit more than the other emotions for sure. So so why if that's the case? And I mean I think sad was sadness was second. Mm. <coughs> or maybe third. Sure. I can't remember. Yep. There's like sadness and anger both came in there somewhere. Sure. Similarly to each other. Mm-hmm. Um b- but so if that's the case why is it that once we get on this adventure, sadness is the friggin' tour guide to end all? Like, Joy's constantly saying, "What's that? Where does this go? What's mm. over there? What, there's a this," and sadness is like, "Yeah, just on the other side of that hill." There's a like, <laughs> how much time does sadness spend outside of head? Because my understanding is none of them have ever been outside of headquarters before. Right. No, but remember, um, Joy is one of her failed, epically failed. Um, uh, like tactics to kind of occupy sadness was read all these boring manuals of all the different areas of Riley's brain, and that's how sadness knew where to go. Or, really, that's a thing that I just totally l- overlooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It it failed epically because it literally was one of those circumstances where she, she pulled out all these dusty manuals that no one wants to read and said, "Sadness, you read these," and couple minutes later she was touching things she shouldn't touch and ruining things huh. she was ruining yeah i don't remember that at all yeah. but yeah so that that's, that's that explains okay. that it, I, right. I will say this joking aside i was with you i was annoyed i was like sadness locker in a broom closet i'm tired of your shenanigans but there is something interesting to the the foreshadow that that played because as much as i wanted to ditch sadness and as much as you wanted to just offer Right from the word go, sadness was essential. And in, in the case of the beginning, it was that she had all the directions on how to return to HQ because she read those manuals. And I, I feel like it's cool that 
Joy couldn't ditch her. And it hints to the overall premise of the film that sadness has a purpose. In that case, she knew how to return to HQ. Overall, it was that sadness was needed to create empathy in others. And all the, you know, emotional spectrum is essential for human interactions and connections. So I, I, I feel like there was that little hint or that little Easter egg or that little theme planted right at the beginning that kind of kind of bloomed later on in the film. So joking aside, it's it's an interesting foreshadow. Yeah. Do you think, though, like, is it, I mean, is it that interesting? Like, I, like I'm just wondering. Yeah. I didn't yeah. notice it upon the first viewing, only only because I've seen as, it. As a, as a Pixar film, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was this ever going to follow any other formula? Right. Right. Other than, you know, present happiness, add conflict, make right. you cry. Right resolve it in a meaningful way where everyone is important. Right, because there was never going to be an ending where they return to HQ and then they lock Sadness up in a jail cell. Right. Like, the, you're, you're mean, right. The, there had to the, be the, some the, resolution where they patch it up and there's some significance with her. We were and, never, and despite, despite what should have happened, <laughs> we were never going to be allowed to leave Sadness in the pit of forgotten memories. <laughs> And bring Bing Bong back and make him a core emotion. Oh, right. Yeah. I feel like that's, I feel like in the scenarios where that happens, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where your imaginary friend made of several different (laughs) animals. Animals. Yeah. Like what? It was like dolphin, chick, no, I didn't even know. Dolphin, elephant. No, elephant, dolphin, and I forget what else. There was like a third thing. But yeah. But like, I feel like when that guy, you know, in the instances where that guy wanders into headquarters, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that's schizophrenia. Like that, those, right. those that's yep. where, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah, that that can't end in any way other than medication. I right. Feel like. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's for the best. Yeah. He didn't. On the topic of Bing Bong, I, I'm not inventing any new anything new i'm not saying anything that hasn't been said before but i know it's missing the side plotting or sidestepping the entire message of the film and the importance of all emotions and stuff we've just said but damn i cried like a baby during that bing bong departure scene oh yeah totally like and, just and so that's oh. like so something that i've talked about when we did what's the last pixar film we did uh onward Onward, right, yep. not that long ago. No. Um, and I was saying that Onward, for me, falls into the silver tier mm. of Pixar films, mm-hmm. right? So you've yep. got the the bronze tier, the silver tier, the gold tier, sure. and then the platinum tier, yep. right? And so yep. a bronze tier would be like Cars 2. I, that's... Or or the good dinosaur or something. Uh, I haven't seen these films, but I don't know if I'd say those are bronze. But uh, Sil- I, for this, continue with your argument. I, I get what you're saying. Continue. continue. Sil- yeah, silver. T- you'd say they're higher. You'd say Cars Two is higher. Oh God, than no! I'd say like they're trash on the street that don't qualify for bronze. They're the, they're the wood tier. Yes, they're not even. They don't yeah. even get a medal. That is what I'm trying to say. Here, this is. <laughs> but yeah, so then spruce. silver. Yeah, so silver. then silver. Is like um, 
Oh, dear. Silver would be like Onward. Yep. For me... Silver would be take it or leave it. It was fun. Yep. It's not It's not a bad movie. Yep. Uh, but it's, you know, it's not amazing. Just not, for, your, like, for your analogy, so are you... Okay. Are there... Is it are you going bronze, silver, gold, or are you doing like a platinum as well? Oh yeah, there's a platinum. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Okay, so silver. Yep. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Take it or leave it. Yep. So silver. Yep. Uh, gold for me is like, um, hmm. For me, for me, gold would be up. It's a bit. It's better than silver. Yeah. Yeah. Up, you know. Or yeah. maybe maybe Incredibles too. Sure. Um. Yep. You know, something something like that. Sure. Uh, and then you've got Platinum, which right. is... Perfect. Uh, the Near first perfect. three Toy Stories. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or, or, well, you know, or or just like Toy Story and Toy Story 3. Mm-hmm. Um, Toy, for me, Toy Story, uh, Incredibles. Incredibles. Just the one, the, the very... ones that are like core important. Yes. Monsters, Inc., Yep, Finding Nemo, the best one, the best, like the mascots of Pixar. Yes, yep. um, you know, which yeah, I think it's just maybe the maybe maybe Bugs Life. It's an oldie, but it's yeah. like it's, I've, you know, I've, I've been meaning to see that, but yeah, I, yeah. I get, so yeah. so, anyways, having said that, mm-hmm. I would put Inside Out. Sure, at least. In the gold category, I would also put it there. Yep. I would, I would maybe say, it, it, it maybe sometimes it doesn't get to wear the jacket that the platinum ones no. wear. No, but it, but it, you know, maybe an invitation or two yep. to the platinum Christmas party has yep. Yep. accidentally found its way to <laughs> yeah. Inside Out, and Inside Out goes and attends, and mm-hmm. and nobody's like, mm-hmm. oh, what the hell are you doing here? Get out. Yeah. It there's the line between platinum and gold, and it crosses the line back and forth a few times, and it it almost holds its own with the platinum, but not quite. Yes, and yeah. so this film for me, I think ultimately, like I enjoyed this film so much more than I enjoyed Onward. Right, like I watched mm. Onward and I felt because okay. I'm not I'm not one of those like Pixar. I don't you know I don't pee my pants when I hear the word Pixar. I'm not That's like oh, good Pixar so yeah. great. I just need to you know, and sure. some people do. Um, if I may say, Pixar has to earn your excitement or respect. Like it's based 100%. on merit, not just the word Pixar. Yeah. And yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I hear you. And Onward damaged that a little bit. I think hmm. Onward. I watched Onward, and I was like, see, this is why I'm not just a diehard Pixar right. person. Yeah, uh, I didn't hate this. This is, this wasn't garbage, mm-hmm. um, but this wasn't like cut from some. You know, I felt I okay. And this is gonna piss some people off. <laughs> I felt the same way about Onward that I felt about Apple computers. Sure. This sure. W- this is one hundred percent serviceable. Mm-hmm. It it works just fine as the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but this notion that it's cut from some. Mm-hmm. Imaginary magical dragon scale mm. unicorn horned cloth <laughs> is just is wrong. bullshit. Yeah, is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And so, and so that's that's the way I felt about Onward, or sure. or that I feel about some Pixar films. So, um, but yeah. this one, watching this, yeah. like I think the moment, 
I think the bing bong moment is Mm -hmm. what did it for me. The bing bong moment Mm -hmm. is when I like Mm -hmm. for that to, for that sacrifice to happen Mm -hmm. um, from a character that otherwise was Mm -hmm. completely nonsensical. Oh, oh yeah. Nonsensical? Absolutely. Nonsensical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I, and I got choked up. I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, this is, this is, this is what I expect Mm. when I sit down to watch watch a Pixar film. I sure. expect to feel the emotions that this is making me feel. Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like, when you write it down on a piece of paper, and I, I read this on an online comment, but, you know, if you, if you just write it down just factually on a piece of paper that you will be brought to tears by an imaginary elephant who drives a wagon powered by his own singing, like, before walking in... A- yeah. That is not a heffalump. Yeah, like just before going into the film, if you read this, you'd be like, "What? You, what?" Yeah, it's 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 borderline magical, and yeah, that is one element that really brings it close to the platinum. And in that instance, it is platinum. Mm-hmm. One question I want to bounce off with you, so I'm I'm going to give you a thought here, and I want you to give your opinion on that thought. If you agree with me, if you disagree with me, but we've talked about some of the things that separate the Pixar films, what what separates it from being platinum and gold and silver in the past. So with some films, and I've used Up as an example before, where you look at the core story and the core elements and it's pure magic. And it's just, if that's all the film was, this film would be platinum through and through. Uh, but then sometimes kind of, I'll call it the Pixar curse happens. And I imagine it is a boardroom of executives saying, this is great, but this is only a 45-minute film. We we need it to be at least an hour and a half. So, you know, I'll, and again, I'm using Up as an example. So with me, it has mixed reception because it has those elements where it's platinum, obviously. And then really the middle part of Up is just this light, fluffy, drawn-out sequences of action just to fill out the film. It's very juvenile and I just feel the opposite of flat platinum. And what I'll say about Inside Out is that I think it was better than Up. I don't think it dipped into the same complete juvenile level of content and filler and fluff. I but, agree. Uh, and uh, like we said before, I think this falls into the gold category. Do and uh, what I'm trying to ask is, do you think this film fell into what I called the Pixar curse? Do you think yeah. there was a bit too much fluff filler, like? No, because I mean, I cared about everything. I was never disinterested. Okay. I was never, because it, it kept, Inside Out kept throwing new and exciting things at me. Sure. Um, In a way that, you know, so something I talked about with Onward, and I don't mean this just to be an, an Onward bad. If no, we're going to bash no, no. Pixar, we'll talk about Toy Story 4. But... <laughs> Um, I, I want to have an educated opinion, but I do feel, I, I feel Toy Story 4 as much as it was not needed or the best. I think I would still rather watch Toy Story 4 than watch the Cars films, but that's another story for another day. Yeah. Hard to say. Hard Mm -hmm. to say. Um, I would, I would put just, just for people who, you know, (laughs) I would put Toy Story 4, (laughs) I think Toy Story 4 is a silver Pixar film for me. Okay. Only oh, wow. because only. Okay. 
which is still like of the four tiers. It's yeah. it's tier two. Sure, uh, but it's at like the it's like the scummy bottom of <laughs> tier of the silver tier. Like it's the only sure. reason it's not bronze is because okay. it's still Toy Story. Is because right. it's Buzz and yeah. Woody and yeah. you know yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I uh, yeah. Part of my issue with Onward is I you know uh, something I talked about Pixar. Something that's so magical about Pixar is Pixar creates a world for you to to explore with them. Sure. Right? So Toy Story, we're exploring a world where toys come to life when their owners leave the room. Okay. Yeah. Um, Bugs Life, we're exploring the world of bugs, where bugs live and they have these... these um, you know, complex societies and they talk and there's a social hierarchy and all this stuff. Finding Nemo, very similar, right? We see like fishes, fish school of fishes and the, mm-hmm. we meet the turtles and, and all of this stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and we, we get to explore the barrier reef and mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Monsters, Inc. is definitely one. Right, mm. so it's this world where monsters. We get to see the other side of the closet door, where monsters right. live in this world, and right. and the reason why they scare you is because their their screams are that's their electricity, right? They need, <laughs> and they just haven't realized that laughter is far more powerful. Like there's a whole mm. there's a whole thing to it, right? Sure. Onward, I just didn't. You know, we were watching Onward, and I'm like, yeah, they've created. So they've created a world. Um, where magic was a thing and it's just been forgotten and but it but it didn't it didn't resonate with me mm. and i think it was just because there were i think part of the issue of that one is that there were too many different species right all of which i had no idea what they were i i oh. like i couldn't feel attached yep. or connect with any of them cuz it's like yeah <clears throat> okay this is a manticore mhm but I I don't really know what that is, and <laughs> and I don't even fully know. Like, are my is my main character an elf? Is he a goblin? Right. Is he like a right. orc? And this is what orcs look like. like you know, <laughs> like I didn't really know. You, you too, never know. Yeah, a little too much to be a little spread thin. Yeah, Inside mm. Out though. Inside Out managed to take um complex emotions that we all feel, memories, mm. thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, you yep. know, whether it's your long-term memory or imagination or your train of thought or, or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and, and add tangibility to it. We're, we're mm. able to show you if, if your, if your brain was run by these like sentient beings, sure. uh, this, this is what their world would look like. Um, and so for me I was never disinterested like any time they're like oh this is long term memory or this is the subconscious or Mm. this is you know and I was like whoa like they just kept they just keep throwing something new at you that is something that you are interested in because you're because it's something you're already aware of you're like Mm -hmm. oh yeah I I know of my subconscious Yeah. Uh, and then they offer you an interesting glimpse at their version of what that looks like. Right. Right. Yeah. And so, and so that's what makes Monsters Inc. so great. Mm-hmm. Right. I know of the monster in the closet. <laughs> right. And they go, okay, well, but let's show you a different perspective. Right. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yep. 
um, Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. Well, I know of that connection with, you know, the father-son connection, and I know, you know, uh, I know of fish um, and the reef and all this stuff, and, and it gives you this this closer glimpse. Whereas, out, yeah, onward, I was just like, <laughs> uh, you know, it just didn't feel, it didn't feel like it belonged as a Pixar thing. Mm. So I think, I think onward definitely falls into that that curse sure. i think up does a little bit oh, where big. there's just a bunch of filler yes i would say um you know but you know and even if the stuff in inside out is filler mm-hmm. it's it's filler that's so interesting it's filler it's filler that i really like that's true um yeah and so i don't think i don't think it's filler that's a detriment right. to the film yeah no like, like i said i feel it did have some down parts some fluffy drawn out elements yeah, it's definitely not near as as much as up, and that's true. It, it definitely was interesting enough at times. It wasn't just kind of the, the. I feel up really hits the floor in the middle, just with just kind of juvenile sequences and just oh look, there's a squirrel and whatnot. Right. Inside Out really was just fascinating and curiosity, like it just raised some interesting concepts. Um. Right. So can I? I've got a, a thing about the film I don't like. Or not, okay. not a thing about it I don't like, okay. but something that I, I found was a a flaw. Sure. Uh, as much fun as I had exploring all these areas of forgotten memories and all this stuff, mm-hmm. we get to the subconscious, right, which are all the things, all the the things that, that Riley is, is suppressing deep back into her memory so that she's mm-hmm. she's not even like they're they are forgotten because the subconscious you're not even you're not aware that they're even a thing anymore no right mm-hmm. how the hell did broccoli how, like how how do you reach the point where <laughs> broccoli only exists in your subconscious yeah yeah i don't know i really don't <laughs> i don't have an answer for that I like what yeah it's it's puzzling. Also, do you think uh, that like it in a in an extended version of this film? Mm-hmm. Do you think there's room for more emotions other than the emotions that were depicted to us? So we have yeah. fear. We've got f- disgust, disgust, ang- anger, joy, and sad- happiness. Yeah, no or sadness. sadness. Yeah. yeah. Sadness. It's interesting. I know. So I was reading about Pete Doctor and the creative team. At one point, I think they, it was interesting. Although this is a fictional film, they did do some research as far as they got some uh, psychologists input on just the different development of children and the developmental stages of children and emotions and all that kind of stuff. So they, they had some interesting input. When they made this right, film. but we see inside mom and dad's head as well, and mom and dad only have the same five emotions. Oh yeah, I, I'm I'm getting there, and it's also weird for the mom and the dad. All their emotions were the gender of the parent, but for um, Riley's, it was it was mixed gender, which it, I don't. Yes, think... I did notice that. Yeah, and and looked different. And looked right, <laughs> like all like all of dad's emotions had a mustache. Yeah, um, but but the interesting thing was. I guess they intended to have more than five emotions, but from a filmmaking perspective, some of them they felt were too similar and some of them having over a certain number they thought would just be too confusing. So 
yes, you could have more emotions, but maybe from a filmmaking perspective, it could slow things down, confuse things, kind of right. too many cooks in the kitchen kind of thing. Because I'm just wondering, like, where's love? You think love would be something that yeah. Yeah. would show up, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, when dad, when it cuts into dad's head and, you know, there's a joke where, like, you know... You know, mm-hmm. there's this where someone pops in who's clearly not a part of the the main all the time gang, but he kind of goes, "Hey guys, I'm back" or right. something, and they all go, "Uh," <laughs> and they don't say who it is, but mm-hmm. something about the way you know, something about the way they present the scene, all the adults can go, "Oh, that's you know, that's frisky, that's you know, <laughs> that's arousal," mm-hmm. is who that one is, right? And like <laughs> you, you know, I don't know, sure. something something really interesting though, uh, talking about how all of the, all of the emotions that Riley have mm. look different. Mm. Right. Right. They're all, yeah. you know, one short, mm-hmm. one's got, they've all got different hairstyles. Mm-hmm. They've all got, you know, whatever. Uh, and mom and dad's both all look very similar very, to each other. Very similar. And they all look like mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wonder, like, what if, what if there's a, a layer to the film there that is mom and dad, um, they're you know mom and mom and dad maybe aren't soul searching anymore mom and dad mm. are are much more cemented in who they are sure um for better or worse maybe mom and dad are so routined now whereas riley is is full of potential and is hmm. is so full of personality and character and and can be anyone that she wants to be. Mm-hmm. Whereas mom and dad, you know, dad's got the mustache and he's got right. the job and he's got the responsibilities and yep. he's got the, so this is just who dad has to be. Dad's always got to be this guy. Yeah. That's right? interesting. When dad's, when dad's happy, he's still got to be, he, you know, he's dad. When he's sad, he's still got to be dad. Mm-hmm. When he's angry or afraid, he still has to be dad. <laughs> right. Where Riley as a kid has the freedom to, lean harder into emotions she can be afraid right yeah and she can just be afraid she can just be fear Mm -hmm. at that point she can just be happy she can just be sad Mm -hmm. and 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 she doesn't owe it to anyone to be anything other than that emotion right she has that freedom and she she's not anchored in a way you hear that pixar hire me (laughs) yeah this could be your demo tip right here do it exactly <laughs> i'm transcending above this podcast I'm yeah gonna, do I'm it i'm gonna be a writer for pixar, for pixar. Mm-hmm. you know something that i like about this film and this is i would say this is kind of like my way of capping off why i think it's a good film and it's gold not quite platinum but why what got it to the gold level is i've seen this film twice just like you and when I finished watching it the second time, I, I thought, man, this 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 film has aged well. It's not that old, but for the limited time that it's had, it's still very powerful and potent to me. And I said, this really aged well. But when I gave it a bit more thought, it's it's not just that it aged well. I feel specifically about this, and this might be specific to me because I'm a parent now, but I feel this film uh, did a very good job at targeting and effectively targeting the different emotional cohorts that watch this film. And a lot of films do this, not just Pixar. 
They try to appeal to the kids and the parents and A, B, and C, and D. But this film really did it this well. So when I first saw this film, just the concepts that hit on the level of an individual and innocence and childhood, it it really hit me. And I was still emotional and it still shook me the way it was supposed to. But watching this now as a parent, I, I feel like I'm in a different category that's watching this film now. It hit me for different reasons just as from the perspective of a parent and it just hit me on levels that it didn't quite hit me on before and it I guess it's I'm trying to stay objective and not bias here but it's just interesting to be firsthand moved by a film in a different way at watching it at different points in in my life and I, ultimately I just I do think this film did an excellent job at hitting a lot of different levels of emotional, emotional connection. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, that happens to me with films all the time. There's, You'd probably be in the same boat as far as timing. Prior, for this film. Yeah. There's, 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 there's films that prior to being a parent I mm-hmm. loved, uh, or had seen and enjoyed or whatever. Right. And then, after, and then watched them as a parent. And I was like, I, this is, <laughs> This is hitting me. Like, right. I, I, oh, my right. gosh. Yeah. I cry a lot more during movies now. Sure. Yeah. Right. Like, I wept. I wept when, because uh, we're working through the Harry Potter series, right? Yes. Yep. And I didn't weep, but mm. I got choked up. It bothered me more than it ever has when uh, when Harry and Cedric come back from the graveyard and mm. Cedric's dad is like, weeping over right. his dead son yes and i was getting really choked up and i'm yes. like what is this has never affected me like right. this before yeah historically when when i've watched that it's very similar before it was just like okay let's move along with the plot yes 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 everyone find out he's dead okay we got to move on but when you just hone in on like this father's like wait why is my son laying on the ground and you you walk through that sequence from the perspective of a parent. Yeah, it's it's powerful. Yeah, powerful it stuff. You by the by the <laughs> you know things, the heartstrings. Yeah. Um, uh, that's about all I have to cover. Is there, is there anything else you wanted to cover with Inside Out? Uh, not specifically. I okay. I think it's 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 a great cast. I love the cast. I forgot. I'm not a big Amy Poehler fan. Sure. But she, uh, she, but she was fantastic in this. She yeah. was great. Uh, but Bill Hader, I love mm-hmm. Bill Hader. Bill yep. Hader can do no wrong. <laughs> One of my favorite animated films in what I'll call like the newer 3D animation. So okay. like, you know, you've got Megamind and Despicable Me and stuff like that. Um, and, and for me, f- above all the others is Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. And mm. and a big part of that is because of Bill Hader. Interesting. I've not um, seen that film, but I'm curious about it if he is in it. It's so good. Yeah, that'll we'll have to. That'll be a thing. Um, <laughs> Lewis Black plays Anger. Lewis Black is so yes. good. And there's there's so yep. many moments in this film. If you've ever watched Lewis Black's stand up comedy, mm. there's moments in this where you can tell. Anger was written for Lewis Black. Okay, right. It's like some of his lines are just so very, like they played into his mm-hmm. his quirks. His talent, his, yeah. His strengths, yeah. yeah. 
Um, so that's that's all you know. Some someone I felt I didn't know he was in this till I uh, looked closely at the casting, um, and I feel like he was a little underused. Uh, I, I just love this actor, so I wish he had a more predominant role. But Kyle MacLachlan is the father. Yeah. I yep. Yeah. So he's in it. And talk about unused or underused. Frank Oz is in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so is John Ratzenberger. Right. right. I don't who even know who like he... Ham. He voices like Ham in Toy Story. He's yeah, right but, at the end yeah. when they're installing a oh, new and yes. improved yeah. board. Yeah. He's like the the contractor that puts it in. And he's got like one line. He goes like, there you go. <laughs> that's it's all right. installed or something like that. Yeah, that's right? true. I, I did catch that. So something just occurred to me. Oh, actually, one more. Mindy, Mindy Kaling was also in this. Who is, yeah, I don't know who that is. Uh, who the Mindy Project. Uh, she's in the office. She's in quite a bit of films. Okay. These but... are all things I haven't watched. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so I have a feeling. Okay. That tonight that we're is going to be end up re- a good night. A good night. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have a feeling we're going to end up reviewing a lot more Pixar films. <laughs> because well, so I thought to myself, I'm like, sure. ah, you know, we we should really, you know, what Do if, them you all? know, what if we? Because well, because I'm always <laughs> I'm always thinking about like yeah. new stuff we can do and i'm yes. like wow you work through the pixar films mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then i thought to myself okay what did you think to yourself as we're going back through the years of film okay how likely do you really think it is that a pixar film isn't gonna win on the years mm-hmm. that there's a pixar film right yep and that makes the sequels a little bit tricky because it i don't want like you can't do Cars 3 before you know, you Cars 2. Yeah, you can't start with Monsters University and then do Monsters, Inc. Sure. Right. Well, I mean, I guess you kind of could because Monsters University is a prequel. But, That's a bad example. You know, uh, Toy Story Toy 4. Story. You can't yeah. do Toy Story 3, then no. Toy Story 2, no, then no, Toy no, Story no. 1. Not a chance. So yeah. we'll see. We'll yeah. see. But yeah. uh, scale of 1 to 10, where do you put this film? On my scale, I gave it an 8.3. So that still graduates it to the highest of the four levels of my scale. So that means in the highest ranking, it would I'd pay to see it in theaters and totally enjoy paying my money to see it in the, the, on the big screen. On Marshall's scale, it got slightly lower, but it w- made it to an 8. So it's a pretty solid film regardless. What did you give it? And- no word of a lie, I gave it an 8.2. Wow. That so very, is, very, very, very close. That is that is fantastic. But what's what's interesting what's what's big about this mm-hmm. is like an 8.3 on your scale means you'd go to the theater. You'd pay money oh, yeah. to go see this. I sure would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's big. I mm. feel I feel like that's big for an animated film. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because there's a lot of yeah. solid ones that it's fine if you catch it on TV. Or your brother rented it and it's just sitting around and you're like, yeah, I must well throw it in the, the VHS player. But, you know, I, w- well, yeah, I would yeah, especially just because it's it's so much less of a cinematic experience. Oh, I for feel. sure. Like it, you know, to go see an animated film mm-hmm. isn't like this. No, it's not. You know. you, it's not it's not required to have the optimal sound or visual experience no. of a theater for it. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what did you watch this week? I watched a couple films. 
So I watched your recommendation of the Peter Sellers film from 1968 called The Party. And I'm like biting my nails here because I'm like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think you're going to say meh. I don't think you're going to say middle of the road. Yeah. I think you're going to either go, I think you're either going to have found this hilarious sure. or you're going to, it, or it, it, it's really just going to have missed the mark for you. Sure. So I, I'm going to say this and, and you said this, obviously this is from a time uh, and a place. <laughs> this is a time and a place where things were different and things have changed for the better. So there's some, so there's some things in this film that haven't aged well from a political correctness point of view. That's obvious. You've said that. I agree. What I will say is, I will give you my score in a second. Don't be optimistic. I actually shredded it pretty bad as far as a scale. I, I, I didn't enjoy it. But what I did do what you told me to in appreciating it for watching the essence of, of a certain actor. So like you said, whether it be British comedy or not, but an example you gave was Mr. Bean. You're not watching it for the intellectual complexity of it. You're watching his actor and his essence and his ability. So I, I did the same with Peter Sellers. And I ha there were a couple elements, whether it was just with the film, not with Peter Sellers, but with the film where there was that kind of drunk butler sequence and it just starts slowly and progresses and progresses and it just gets ridiculous. There was a, s a few certain things where I did, I did chuckle and even just there were some scenes where it was just Peter Sellers with no dialogue. There would be scenes with him not saying a single word, but just his literally just pure acting and his essence and he would just be doing things and there was elements of that from that point of view his performance won me over but essentially the overall film uh, it's just not my cup of tea so so can brace you imagine though like for one second can you <laughs> yeah. imagine yeah. politically correct or not right. even to this day can mm. you imagine being on set behind the camera during right. the filming of this people would yeah. be paying themselves oh. they'd be like like because he because it's just so yeah obscure mm -hmm. his performance and, sure. and and the whole concept mm -hmm. but yeah it's 1968 was a long time ago um i i gave it a 1.6 on my scale wow that's yeah. i it's, don't know if you've ever scored anything that low. i think that's probably <laughs> lower than you scored the jerk it might be you'd rather watch the jerk it is the funny thing about the jerk i've kind of come around to it i was hard on the jerk I'm not saying I'm going to buy the Platinum Edition DVD copy, but I think I was a little hypercritical of the jerk. This film is 1.6, so it's in the lowest possible scale. That means if there was, I was stuck at a cottage and it was raining and there was no Wi-Fi and this was the only VHS sitting around, I would rather not watch anything than yeah, watch this. Yeah, you'd learn to knit. I'd learn to knit. On Marshall's scale, it fared a touch better. It got a two, maybe a three. Okay. I'm I'm kind of curious now if Marshall has seen it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I haven't asked him. And and if he has how he would rate it. Mm -hmm. on, and if he hasn't seen it, I would challenge him to see it and Ch then rate it. Challenge. I uh, challenge you to a duel, sir. <laughs> imagine I've just Marshall, imagine I've just like hit you over the face with a glove. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just Marshall Marshall is a friend of the show. Mm -hmm. I was going to say of Pete, but I feel like that I feel like he's transcended friendship of Pete. Yeah. I feel like he's friend of the show now. I feel like he can be both. I, f I feel no, like no. 
in the spirit no, no, no. of human no, connection. There's no double dipping. No, you he can't could double be, dip. He could be friends with everyone. Well, that's nobody's friends with everyone. All right. Nobody is liked by everybody. That is a true fact. All right, mm. except Santa Claus. Mm, no, I, there's some people. Right, some there's people are some. like I don't like Santa. Yeah, uh, we don't, we don't, we don't uh, lie to our son Johnny. We we tell him the honest truth that there is no Santa Claus, and we all have to pay our taxes and die. <laughs> Which okay, I was just gonna say like, hey, you know what? There's nothing wrong with the parents that don't want to do Santa. <laughs> no, there's but not. I just love your, I just love your, yeah. <laughs> I, I love your, uh, like I, to you, it's either like, <laughs> you know, we do Santa Claus with our kids yeah. <laughs> or we're horrible we're, or we're bad parents. That's true. Or there's we're actually, harsh about the world. That's true. There's a step in the middle. I was being, I was using hyperbole, but there are the parents that are just like, Hey, we still do kitty things with our kids. We just don't lie to them about Santa. And that's, that's cool. So Roger, Brian's <laughs> turning four this year. Do you think we should continue to do Santa Claus? Well, we could, dear, or we could teach him about Hitler. Like, <laughs> to you, it was just like one or the I other. I believe it's time, yeah. man. Also, yeah. for the record, that's mm. going to be like, you know, I picture myself, when mm. I picture myself in the future married with kids, sure. I picture, uh, I like, picture like sorry. 1950s. Oh, yeah. Yes, you should. Yeah. You okay. know, it's always like, you know, I, it, I as as a parent, mm-hmm. my voice is is going to just change. Yes. You know, and 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 it'll be and I'll wear I'll smoke a pipe. And you'll have a mustache. And I'll wear I'll I'll have a mustache. Yep. And I'll wear sweaters over dress shirts. Oh, obviously. Right, so that the collar oh, kind of No, no, no. And the, the biggest thing, the biggest thing is when you walk in the door, you take off your outside shoes and then you put, on, put on your inside, inside shoes while you're sitting on a bench. Yeah. Yeah. But but honestly, and it'll all just come down to like I'll name my children something very generic from the sure. 50s like Johnny. Yep. Well, Johnny, why don't you go down the street and play with your ball? You know, like it's, <laughs> I'm I'm going to talk to my kids. Sure. As if I'm a 1950s radio advertising. <laughs> now it's time to go upstairs and brush those teeth, Skipper. Mm, right. Now get into bed and kiss your mother goodnight, <laughs> or I'll beat you. Like, you know. <laughs> anyways. Hmm. All right. So the other films I watched this week. I, I, so there are two that I'm going to list, and I'm going to give you the choice of what you want to watch. Oh, okay. see, don't, don't do that, because that, that makes what I have to say about what you're watching that much worse. What? What do yeah, you mean? Don't, uh, I don't, don't understand. Don't give me a choice. Just pick what? one. You Why? You just pick one. Why? I want you to pick the one that you enjoyed more. <sighs> well, mm. okay. Okay. Give me the two with the option to pick, and then yeah. after I give you my spiel about what you're watching, sure. then I'll allow you to redact that and be like okay in fact you have to watch this i i am so curious like are you making me watch something i won't like i don't know okay i know why i mean i never know so here's so here's the thing i i you know what i know which one you'll pick just because you're always into watching something new and doing something new versus the old so i'm just going to mention it if you don't feel like watching it you don't have to and you can watch you can do what you want you're an adult but the two films i watched the one was coincidentally i didn't watch it because we watched inside out but it was 
to me, the godfather of Pixar films, Toy Story. And oh, man. It, it had been a long time since I had watched the first Toy Story. And it is, yeah. it's, there's a reason I put it in my top 10. It's amazing. The animation so doesn't good. hold up. I don't even care. Like, I don't. But it's it good. It is so good. It is so good in every aspect from the story to, and again, I come back to this, the music, like who, who, when they started out at Pixar, they're like, okay, guys, we really need some soundtrack that's going to grab hold of people. Yeah. We're going to be Both new and innovative. At, this is the first yeah. computer animated film and, of all and, time. And How do think, we like, sell it? It has to be like fun and emotionally gripping, like- Something children can really are we, resonate are with. Are we thinking Randy Newman? Because I sure I am. I think we are. I think we are. <laughs> like, I think I think we need the kids to get on board with this. And how are we going to do it if we don't else? have Randy Newman? How else? But yeah, it, and I mean, if I was an executive in that boardroom, I probably would have asked that idea. But it's so magical. Like his his soundtrack is phenomenal. The film is amazing. So that's that's the one that I know you've seen that if you feel like watching that instead, all the power to you. The film that is new that you can watch if you so choose is a 2019 film starring Bradley Pitt. And I, okay, I've never heard Brad Pitt <laughs> referred to as Bradley. I I totally thought we were going with Cooper here. But. Oh yeah. And we're it also stars someone named Tommy Lee Jones. It is called Ad Astra. Uh, it's a space exploration film. Doesn't have nearly as much Tommy Lee Jones just yelling continuously as I'd like. But um, that that's the film I watched this week. So huh. you you can... Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not as good as I was hoping it would be. And that's why I'm giving kind of the opening to that. If you'd rather just watch a magical film like Toy Story, you can be my guest. But uh, it's definitely worth a view, I suppose. And um, the choice is up to you, my friend. Huh. Yeah. I'm probably going to go with Ad Astra. Yeah, I feel I feel. But like... But I'm also going to watch Toy Story. Ooh, that's the best thing I've heard today. That's a good call. All yeah. right. Uh, what did you watch this week? Uh, so I watched Don Verdeen. <laughs> <And so, laughs> yeah. It's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Literally. Sure. All I'm going to say. Yep. This film is about as funny as any film can be that has Danny McBride in it. Which one is he? Look him up right now. Look all up right. Danny McBride. Danny, and you'll I think, know instantly. I think I and know. You'll be like, that... okay, yes. Every You'll be like, every comedy I've ever watched that had Danny McBride in it made me feel exactly this way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so right. I, I'm not a huge Danny McBride fan. The thing, for those who are listening, Don Verdeen, it's a comedy film. Essentially, there's this archaeologist who finds uh, artifacts of historical and religious significance. And it's it's just a farcical comedy where what this guy does under pressure to come up with new artifacts. And it's it's not Oscar bait. It's it's a movie that went into with a couple friends. And I think I was hoping for something a bit more funny. Um, and it, it, I don't know what, yeah, it, I think it tried to do too much. It wasn't incredibly funny and it wasn't really heartfelt. It just kind of tried to do a few different, too many things and it was just spread too thin. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, hundred percent. Yeah. What, uh, what else did you watch? 
Uh, I watched the uh, the new Vin Diesel film, mm. uh, Bloodshot. Bloodshot. And? Eh. Yeah. It's, eh. yeah. Okay. I think I'm over Vin Diesel. <sighs> yeah. The, I'm, you're, you're... I'm not I'm not the person to have a conversation about about the importance of Vin Diesel on the cinematic world. I, I'm I'm just not that guy. So I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm kind of over him too. Yeah. Uh the other one I watched. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is this is this is I had a moral crisis. Like when you thought more like capital punishment should be allowed for sadness. Yes, pretty much. Okay. No, this was worse because okay, so I watched I watched Bloodshot and then sure. I watched another film. Well, I watched two other films, but one was like the sequel to the other, like one mm. was a sequel to another one. Sure. Um so I'm definitely not recommending the sequel to you. Well, um, I'd hope not. But here's the thing. Kay. I don't think Bloodshot's good. I would not recommend Bloodshot to you. Okay. However, I know that this other film, the one that I am recommending to you, mm-hmm. is not your type of film. I know Oof. it's not a, the movie that you would sit down and watch. Okay. Uh, and I know that, like, at best, mm-hmm. it's going to be a neutral watching experience for you. Sure. Okay. You're not going to love it. Okay. So then I was really, then I was like, ah, do you want to recommend that to him? Mm-hmm. Because you know, like, what is if you know what is it to recommend something to someone? You, <laughs> right. you would pick something that you think they're going to enjoy, mm-hmm. and really, I think you would probably enjoy Bloodshot more than the film that I'm recommending to you. Hmm. And and what I ultimately landed on is like, what do I love so? Like, I love this. What did you watch? Segment. Sure. And I love that w- w- that we each recommend films to each other, and we each watch them. Yeah. For a year now, weekly, yes. for a year, we have watched a new film mm-hmm. based on a recommendation from someone else. Mm-hmm. And as much as I uh, admire the fact that some of my recent films have been like childhood treasures yes. that you've been meaning to go back and watch, oh, yeah. ultimately, I think the gold... Oh. the gold quality of mm-hmm. our what did you watch this week segment as you've said many times is that we each expand each other's we we, we each watch yeah. films that we otherwise would have mm-hmm. never watched uh, this is making me nervous where are you going but continue i watched night Cro- well no no no, don't be it's not like it's not yeah, no. okay. gory or scary no or no anything. no no uh, i watched nightcrawler i wouldn't have otherwise sure. i really enjoyed it yep Right, so stuff stuff like that, and stuff there's been like some that. stuff I've watched that I didn't, you know, I wasn't crazy sure. about, and so on yeah. and so forth. Of course, but ultimately, it's it's you know, I feel like when when you recommend a film to me, mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a taste of Pete. It's <laughs> it's. Of you know, it's not a hey, you know, you should watch this film. I think you'll like it. Mm-hmm. So much as it is, this is this is a film that I watched because this is how my brain works. This mm. is, this is the film that I decided right. that I was interested enough in to watch. Right. And so, as yeah. a partner in this podcast, mm-hmm. you should watch it too. And okay. so, y- y- 
and I feel that like the opposite is true. When I recommend a film to mm. you, when mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm able to give you a film and go, there's no way you would sit down on a Saturday night and watch this film. <laughs> no. But I would. And so okay. in order for us to continue to grow mm-hmm. together okay. as movie compadres, mm-hmm. then we need to... Con- so anyways, all of that aside. Yeah. Does that make sense? It though? does, completely. So the film I'm recommending to you has mm-hmm. Christopher Lloyd in it. Interesting. Back to the Future. Mm, not quite. Okay. Uh, Christina, I never know how to pronounce this. Is it Christina Ricci? Hmm. R- R- Ricci? I'm not R- sure. G- G- anyways. Yeah. Uh, the film I'm recommending to you is from the 90s. So mm. there's that. Okay. Uh, it is the 1991 film, the okay. 1991 live action Adam's Family. Hmm. And I okay. watched it okay. because we did, because uh, I recently watched the animated one. And right. so Adam's Family was like okay. on the mind. True. Uh, and it's, it's you know what? It's fine. It's, it, did, you, did you ever watch the 1990s live action Casper? No. No. Okay. So, but it's, I mean, it's a, it's a it's a '90s. The Adams Family is a '90s kid and young adult film, right? Comedy, but not you know like it's 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 just a very '90s right feeling film. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's okay. not super high quality, right? But it's it's you know. It's it's you and I like you watched you you said that you'd watched the new Adams Family, which yes. was the yes. the Fox TV Fox Kids yeah. sitcom yeah. in the late nineties. Yep. Yeah. So this, I mean, this is very similar. Cool. It's got that kind of feeling, but yeah. but Christopher Lloyd plays Uncle Fester. Hey, you know, I like Christopher Lloyd, and I'm curious to enter your brain. I'm up for the challenge. All right. Yeah. Fantastic. I yeah. am. I'm overwhelmed <laughs> with excitement. So I got a couple things that I want to cover to wrap things up. Oh, right. You want f- to, sorry, you're going to cover them or you're going to wrap them up? Because technically that's, well, if both. you wrap something up, then it's covered. It is covered, yeah. Why don't I cover it by wrapping it up? So the first is usual. I got to do some housekeeping. So Check out the links below. Please like, follow, subscribe officially if you haven't done so already. We appreciate it. And it's you can also. It's the only way to stay on top of the friggin' show. Yes. And it's the only follow way to us tell on us. Podbean. It, yes. And it's the only way you can tell us what to do because if you follow us there, then you can vote for the films we review. If you, okay, if you enjoy us on, if you enjoy this show mm-hmm. and you haven't downloaded the Podbean app, <laughs> do it. Or or any like I mean Podbean's just like I I think most podcast apps will do this. Mm. But if you haven't downloaded a podcast app, sure. So and sp- followed us. Spotify, iTunes, Podbean. We're on a lot of things. Yeah. However, Stitcher, mm-hmm. Castbox, any yep. of them. Yep. You can like you can set it up so that like if you haven't done this, you're just dumb because you can set it up <laughs> where literally. When we release a new episode, mm-hmm. your phone just downloads it. Your phone goes, yeah. oh, hey, the movie man released something new. Let's Bet check it it's out. it's going to be good. And yeah. then it downloads it. Mm-hmm. And then it's just sitting in your pocket ready to go for the mm-hmm. next time you're in the car driving 
across town to sit in line for three hours. <laughs> do you know how? Do you know how many Movie Men episodes you could listen to while you're in line at Krispy Kreme? Mm. Like six, because those lines are yeah. apparently really long yeah. these days. Yeah, but. but yeah, check out those links. Officially, like us on all the different platforms we're on. You can also check out the Patreon page below and help support the show. Helps us keep the lights on. Helps us pay the bills. Helps us improve the show. The last couple things I want to go through is I've got a shout out and then I've got a question for you. So the first is the shout out. I feel like I, I have to shout out Marshall and I feel like we already have in this episode. But the reason I want to shout him out is 2015 was a big year for this dude. And when I was trying to figure out what films we were going to vote on, a lot of his favorite films came out in 2015. Like I'm looking and The Witch came out. The Hateful Eight came out. Like a lot of films that he holds dear came out in 2015. So I, I honestly thought of him a lot when we were making our lists. The other is I want to answer a fan question. It traces back to you and I reviewing a musical. I think it was the La La Land episode post. But shout out to Marlene, who's active on our pages. And I just want you to answer, Brady. What are your thoughts on Moulin Rouge, the film? Have you seen it? Did you like it? I have not seen it. Ah, oh, shoot. But I, was I did hoping... like it. <laughs> what? I was no, hoping... I haven't seen it. I have no idea. I was hoping you'd see it because I haven't seen it either. So there you go, Marlene. Neither of us have seen it. Maybe but, it's Marlene, amazing. Marlene, it will be coming up potentially in a future Ooh, year. Potentially. I don't know what year it came out. So I vote, don't. Marlene. If, if, it's, if it's on the vote, Get vote. your friends to vote. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Do you have any shout outs? Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Global mm. Transact House and Home. Still mm. hiding money under your mattress? Contrary to popular belief, <laughs> investing your financial assets in a government savings bond can help your money grow. Our mm. team of professionals at Global Transact House and Home will mm. raise and nurture your investments as if they were their own. Trust our experts to take care of your hard-earned money and make it work for you. That was very 50s. Very well done. Thanks. Yeah.